Hello and welcome to Half Damage. Have you told your friends about us yet? If not, go tell them now and then you can come back and listen to what happened previously. Sorry, you hear the person from downstairs going, kinda busy down here if you just wanna if you just wanna head off, yeah? If you wanna like totes be friends, you should just kinda like walk out and we can have a parlay. It sounds like uh glass smashing. Oh yeah! Smash. That sounds that sounds rad, smash. He's smashing things. It makes me anxious. Let's kick this barrel down the stairs. I help Fang kick the barrel down the stairs. It's good, like it's gonna blow up at the bottom, it's gonna look really cool. You guys walk into uh someone that you do not know to be Kevin, but is in fact Kevin. I'm just gonna run up to him and attack him. I think at the last second Fang's gonna like twist her axe so the flat side hits him in the head. Kevin is uh, down for the count. It was non-lethal damage, so he is still alive. That's disappointing. <laughs> Before I leave the cellar, I just poke around the corners. It reveals a freezing cold passageway beyond. You see a lot of brown mold. Hey, could we, could I use Kevin for something? What? <laughs> Why can't I use him for my tunnel of mold? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're a little late for my pacifist undertale run. I don't know if you actually did any murders. Did you do any, any murders? Uh, I don't think you did any murders. I don't think I've done any murders. Everyone just looks at Fang. As soon as the tea is handed to her, she's just like chugging it. I look down at Kevin James and I'm like, we could always ask him what's going on. Hey, who's controlling the twig things? It would be uh, Gasvon, he was kind of leading this operation. Could you lead us to your heels? Oh, uh, no. Cast suggestion on him. Oh yeah, sounds cool. Let's do that. You start following him outside. I guess probably where they're going, huh? And from there, you see a processional of big blights. Kevin James goes, away! And starts trotting <laughs> after him. Kevin's growing on me. I guess we've done our job. We scared him off. High five? High five. High five. High five. Well, they lost Kevin James, so I guess the rest of their plan will go off without a hitch. Sandra, you know that doesn't make sense, right? You played some dude named Albert who wasn't playing hitch. It's sloppy writing, Sandra. Last we left our heroes, they were watching out the door of the Wizards of Winery place as a procession of blights walked into the woods, following an apparent leader of the raid, and followed by your new not-friend Kevin, who you instructed to follow them. It's still in the middle of the night, and you watch as a few figures approach the house, who are kind of slowly and anxiously watching the blights leaving. Uh, As they get closer, you recognize Davian, the person that you met on the road, uh, the woman carrying a baby, but now with them is another man that you haven't seen before, and each of them carries a little raven on their shoulder. Hail and well met. I am sorry, what'd you say? We've met before. You're good. You're good. I mean, but thank you, sorry, what'd you say? Still Davian Martikov. Nice to meet you. You might notice that my voice is a little softer than before because it hurt my throat. Oops. (laughs) I was was just putting it on to impress (laughs) you all. I just had like a, a tickly cough that I got through it. Uh, now it's a lot less harsh and better for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's it been, old pal? Well, it was kind of cold and bad because we were living in the wood, but I mean, it looks like the, the Blights are kind of heading on their merry way. Don't know exactly how you did that, but kudos. Thank you for getting rid of them. Um, I, I turned to the others. How, how did we get them to do that? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that we did some stuff. We did it. But I, uh, it, was, it was 
like five minutes ago or something. <laughs> you were you were told by uh, your your friend Kevin. You're sorry. You're not friend Kevin. That the guy uh, Gisvan was the one that was controlling the blights, and apparently he has instructed them to leave, as he has also left the premises. Mm. I wonder if they got what they came for. <laughs> <laughs> Devin kind of nods. Is like. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that myself. Uh, do you mind if we, like, go in? It'd be cool to be back in my house, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Don't look go too closely. Ahead. Don't, wait, don't look too what at what. What? Oh, yeah. There's there's one there's one keg of wine that you may yeah. not want a bottle. Just oh. or deliver. It's it's that one right there. <laughs> like they, they walk in. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they first see, because there's a ground full of twigs. There's a roof full of dead people. There's just some big vine things that have grown and are like lying sloughed off on the ground. It's a lot to take in. You're welcome. Welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> The one you can see is kind of shielding the shielding the kid, even though the kid seems to be fully asleep. It, like Davian Kev looks around and gives a sigh and puts out the the two that are not holding an infant. It's like, can you guys uh, do something about the bodies? And then he gestures seemingly at the ravens, like, can you do something about the rest of the mess? And you can see the other two peel off and start start picking up some bodies that are just around. And you see all of, as the ravens kind of take flight and start picking up little little bits of twigs and flying from inside to outside, putting them out there so that they're not littering the ground anymore. The woman seems to be heading off further into the house, and Davian is the only one that's kind of staying with you guys. So, obviously, I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Right, we had questions. Uh, it's kind of approaching morning, so if you'd like, I can't promise very comfortable sleeping arrangements, but if you want to stay the night, then I'll let you stay anywhere that you would like. Can we stay in your slime chamber? My what now? <laughs> my sorry, my it's, I don't. I, I'm gonna ask this, and I'm gonna pray to every single god that the answer is no. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> it. Uh, Please, just a no, just a straight no would be so good. It'd be so choice. That's a question to ask, Poncho. Oh, Poncho is. <laughs> Slime tunnel a euphemism for a part of my body. Oh my God. Please, a straight no would be choice. I'm not completely sure, but it is one of my names. <laughs> I hate this more. I hated this more than the other thing somehow. Poncho, I'm, I'm going to have to hear about how you got that one, buddy. I'm going to have to not. Oh. I'm going to have to not. Let's uh let's put that one on the back burner. Revisit <laughs> there, that later. There are children. There are children <laughs> present. We cannot do this. Hey, that's why I said later, bro. Relax. Ah, uh, means. So, what would you say would be the side effects of inhaling brown mold? <laughs> oh, the okay. Kind sir. So, did you open the mold room? I mean, it's not advisable. I get. You know what? Stupid question already answered. You opened the. Did you close the doors to the mold? Mm. Oh, Tell no. you what, oh. I'll go down first and <laughs> check that I did close it. 
radical. And then I would, to- I promise I won't change the, the open slash closed state of the door. No, <laughs> I'll if, come it's, back if it's open, it would be so choice if you closed it, though. If it's open, I would love if you closed it. Don't not close the mold door. Oh my gosh. Why would that be the option I would like? <laughs> Don't close the mold door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it needs to breathe. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, also, to answer your question, don't inhale it. Like, mold, not good. So, wait, if the mold isn't good, yeah, why do you have a room full of it? Uh, it's notoriously real, real difficult to get rid of, so we just fucking didn't. Also, it kept the wine down there chilled, and that was kind of, you know, it was weirdly beneficial, If as long as you keep the mold, like, in its place and not in the wine, I'm I'm pretty sure that's an OSHA violation. Hey, <laughs> I was about to say OSHA ain't got no place here, motherfuckers. We are OSHA. We own this bitch. Ah, I see. This is an oh shit violation. Oh, oh yeah. Also, what's with what's what? What is your relationship to those ravens? Oh. Uh, like, well, depending on the raven, lots of different relationships, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hilarious. <laughs> What? Oh, because some of them are people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that I understand. One. Uh, he like points up at some of the ravens, like in the in the rafters. Like, I mean, those ones are just like those. Those are dead ass, like just like ravens, huh? Points to the ones that are like helping carry out the twigs that were inside. Uh, it's difficult. You see, you can see his his hand moving around, like tracking them individually. Uh, even though it's kind of difficult for you to keep an eye on which one in particular, because like they all kind of just look the same and like great ones. But he seems very sure of which one is which. And he's like, "Well, uh, that one is my son-in-law, and those three are my nephews." Are they are they afflicted or are they shapeshifters or? Uh, well, we're all kind of uh, in a whole. Where raven family kind of thing. Uh, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> I didn't you know say? where ravens existed. I also where raven. Uh, yeah, also, right? how come you only get to be a small raven, whereas werewolves get to be big, <laughs> tall, wolfy? Good people? fucking question. Because that, I don't know. Sucks. I didn't. I didn't invent us. We're just here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't invent me. <laughs> Why are you so short? Don't ask weird questions. <laughs> come on. Wow. 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 wow you wow you fucking why are you so small same question asshole yeah but now you made it very offensive <laughs> wow. and i feel sad offensive to you yours was offensive to me piss off oh okay i'm sorry all i said was that you weren't a werewolf <laughs> <laughs> you call me small well you're not small right now but we're yeah. always small your nephew's a tiny though <laughs> you're not small now you're just a short arse other time so <laughs> we're doing a good job not fucking around <laughs> <laughs> do they do they are they humans sometimes when are they what, what's the kind of calendar the the ratio of uh human to not hu- well we're human when we want to be not human when we want to be it's kind of a go with the flow kind of thing oh yeah that's really cool hey uh Yo. everybody can i can i have a sidebar over here if you'll just excuse us Davian, we're just gonna go talk over we do here. this sometimes just out of your earshot mm-hmm. okay we do this it's our thing. I mean, I'm aware. It's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been watching the show. <laughs> ah, so watching the ravens. <laughs> so Fang wants to huddle up with everyone 
and just like whisper like yeah you see you see as as, as you as you guys huddle, huddle up in the corner uh you see Davian kind of wander away and he he seems to be going to the the taps in the big kegs in the room and pouring out little bits of them uh and bottling them hey uh I, I, can we can we trust these guys i mean they're were ravens right we don't like werewolves there's a i mean they're pretty much the same thing though i mean i mean again they're very small <laughs> I don't feel particularly threatened. Well, I mean, you, you saw what they did to those twigs in there. There's like a bunch of them. The ravens have been generally either neutral or helpful to us in general. Generally. I'm saying general a lot. Yeah. I Yeah. Also, I yeah, I completely forgot about how a bunch of ravens were like viciously attacking things. Um, I do feel slightly different about them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Poncho's coming around. He gets hey, it. Hey, Isme. Yo. The average raven is between one and a half to four and a half pounds. Are these were ravens cool. in that range? Oh, good cue. No, A, let me. <laughs> <laughs> look up in my head. I mean, I was standing next to a raven in the park the other day, and he didn't flinch, and he was big. <laughs> I mean, and oh, yeah. and if you're, if you're at, asking if the raven gives a fuck, raven don't give a fuck. But yeah. but also, uh, we're gnome and halfling, gnomes and halflings. So that means ravens are like almost twice as big relative to us. I think true. I would be afraid of ravens. <laughs> they are smart. Now that I'm thinking like about it, as big as your arm. Okay, so um, yeah, so the when when they go full raven, they are um, just yeah average raven size so are they like closer to the five pound mark or are they closer to like the 1.5 pound mark um i would say i don't know i'd, I'd say the adult wear ravens are on the higher end of the scale and the children ones are in the lower end of the scale so these aren't i can understand why he was a little saddened by us calling him small because that's a five-pound bird. <laughs> That's a big-ass bird. The average pigeon is only but a few ounces. That's a very big bird is the only thing. I don't, wait, I don't understand. Wait, I'm trying to imagine five pounds in my hand. It's like a baby oh, weight. Oh, sweet, a fiber. I don't know, I don't know how it feels to have money currency as well, but. That's a no. fairly <laughs> big fucking new bird. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, all I'm saying is we should we should keep an eye on these people. Especially because, like, you know, we're in we're in Barovia, and everybody we meet is like always trying to kill us. So, also just that kind of in general. That's true. But well, we still need that wine thing, and he's he's he he knows where it is now, right? And we've we've fulfilled our end. Yeah, of that. he's supposed to I, be able I, to tell us about that. I think we should get that that thing that lady told us about, and then skedaddle. You know, vominos. Okay. Mm. Oh. But also, Famous. he did offer us a bed, and that would be handy. Would be very helpful. I, I I'm gonna would, sleep. I'm gonna sleep in the carriage. But you do you. I'm gonna look at Poncho. I, I also would love to sleep in a bed. I think the last long amount of sleep we had was on the floor of a tower. So I would like a bed. You'd rather a bed than the carriage? I, I sure we can. I, I don't know. I mean, do you can... guys trust them enough to to stay here? Do you think we shouldn't? I mean, what's the we worst st- that's still- going to happen? They're going to peck at us and then we'll be were-ravens? I think that's kind of cool. 
mean, hey, hey, to say, into being a raven. Oh my God. At the slightest hint of being a were-raven, it's like, yes, baby! <laughs> but would we be half the size of a normal raven in our <gasps> were-raven form? So I'd be... Only one way to find out. I'd be a crow? More like a blackbird. Cool. Yeah. I want to be a raven. I kind of want to be a were-blackbird. <laughs> All right, guys, if you could be a were-something, what would you be? <laughs> I would be a were raven because I want to fly and I just found out it exists. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? Uh, is me. I would be a were sloth so that people would stop judging me <laughs> for my behavior. You know, sometimes sloths pee on themselves and create mold on their bodies because exactly. they don't give a shit. <laughs> Great, great choice, Pancho. Thank you. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of judging sloths. <laughs> They're also assholes. Emily aside, one of them hurt me once. Oh, no. <laughs> Forget the backstory Whoa. that Pancho needs to tell. Yeah. Emily. Hey, Emily. Yeah, I want to hear Emily's yeah, backstory. Emily, you, why, why were you in a position in which a sloth could do a hurt on you? I used to volunteer at the zoo so i shadowed all of the different exhibits and once i had a pregnant aardvark jump on me and once i got a little too close to one of the three told sloths which is dead now uh not because of me uh, <laughs> and he whacked me and he was known as being an asshole and all the jungle people were like don't get close to him and i'm like okay and then i got whacked i got whacked <laughs> it was the most the most anyone has ever admitted to murdering a sloth. I didn't murder him. He yeah. died like this year, last year, last year. Mm-hmm. And you had your and all of your like different notification systems went off. Like time to celebrate. Fine, mission accomplished. I had no idea we were playing D anD D with a sloth killer. <laughs> Only three toad sloths. <laughs> Sorry for fucking around more. <laughs> no. I, hey, Emily, never apologize for the story about how you murdered a sweet, innocent creature that was defending itself. I, now I get to use these as blackmail or as court evidence. Oh, man. Both is good. Yeah. Yeah, what, are you, what are you guys doing? Let's, uh, let's go get Davian. To, uh, let's go get Davian to uh, pay us, you know, pay up. Yeah. So Who's do Davian you guys just want to find out what information we were, were owed and get out of here? Like, now? Maybe. I mean, I, I can still set up alarms in our room if they give us a room. And I can make a fortress around us, because that's a thing I can do now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Again, I'm sad this is a purely audio medium because like, Ian's face of so like, okay, sure, was so nice. Just casually drop like, oh, I can make a fortress now. Yeah. Uh, BT. Whatever. W. By fortress, like, will it, will it, is that like, can we, can, is like, is that like anywhere and overnight? Um, it's, it means that it's a tiny hut, TM Leomond. Uh, uh, a, a hut. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. I, I liked the word hut. I just was trying to be cool, Poncho. I'm starting to learn cool spells, too. <laughs> anyway, what are you guys doing? Let's go get paid. Okay, so, guys, I can, I have one last second level spell slot, which I'm going to say in character. Um, <laughs> I could cast Zone of Truth if you guys don't trust them, but they'll know that <laughs> I'm trying something funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is sort of a zone of we don't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> And they, it might not work. 
but we could try. Um, I'm cool. Why don't we um, let's 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 ask them what you know what that thing you're doing and um, use our natural powers of insight <laughs> <laughs> to roll a skill check that we haven't used yet. <laughs> I am something that we could do at any time. <laughs> To amazing fantasy realm, <laughs> take it out of the game and into a story told by <laughs> masters. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm fine with the. I mean, we have a tiny hut. We could do tiny hut. I'm, I'm with, I'm with you guys. I don't want to take your bed away from you, though. <laughs> no, we can, no, we can. Pro- okay. I'm sure we'll be fine here, to be honest. Um, Camilla would absolutely be a wear snail, so that the house would just never leave her. By the way, <laughs> can I? Can I just? <laughs> I'm just going to speak to um. <laughs> Your man, uh-huh. um, Davian, boy, uh, and I'm like, uh, are you uh, are you trustworthy? Are you gonna keep us safe tonight? I like, <laughs> like Davian has just been like going going through like the the wines. You can see he's like he's like swirling swirling them in his little bottle and like getting little much like your little component pouch, just getting little things out of a component pouch of his and like sprinkling them in. Uh, and just kind of like looks up from sprinkling some leg of some crap into it it's like what uh, I mean, oh y- will we be uh is it totally safe to stay here overnight nothing bad will happen to us i mean you guys made the lights go away so i can only imagine they'll be fine unless they come back i mean they can always inside check i attack using my insight, insight. <laughs> i totally got a, a, a phoenix right visual there Pacho, what did you get uh 20 total uh 20 total um yeah well yes he he looks like he, he thinks that the ravens oh, not the ravens that the blights are not gonna come back because you sent them away but also thinks that maybe they could come back but when he says that I will put, we'll we'll be fine, assuming that they don't come back, he seems to be. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he seems, he seems to be pretty pretty legit on that. He does like he seems very confused <laughs> at why 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 you're asking in like a place that just had like a whole bunch of like tragedies happen in it, being like, oh, it's safe here. He's like, well, no, not really, but I guess as safe as it can be now. I, I spin around to the others with a double thumbs up. <laughs> The camera uh, switches focus and you can see Davian give a kind of shaky thumbs up in the background (laughs) and such confusion. (laughs) Right. Okay. I think we can stay here tonight. Radical. Uh. Depends. All in favor, say aye. 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 Come on, you guys. Camilla Camilla stares pointedly at Fang. Uh, Fang sort of dejectedly shrugs and goes, Fine, fine then. Man, Pancho, we have a way of just making people do what we do out of pure energy. (laughs) (laughs) I love having friends who are too cool to go against my (laughs) wishes. (laughs) Devin looks around and like, well, we've got uh, a couple of rooms upstairs. We can have the the kids sleep in one of the rooms. Um, me and the the older ones can roost up in the loft tonight. Uh, if you want to take them, we've got two rooms, two beds each, or you could all pile in one room if that would make you more comfortable. I'm all for co-ed dorms. Yeah, sure. I, I think I'd prefer staying together. He starts like walking up the the stairs, heading up to to the second floor. If you guys are you guys are following, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Rab. With reluctance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he leads you Ooh. up to the second floor, uh, to the place where where one of the druids came from, the, the second one that came into the big room to come and fight you guys. One of the doors uh, next door to the one that's been flung open um, and kind of pushes it open. Uh, in the room, it's just, it's a very simple little room. There's just two beds in there. It's like, eh, if you want, I can get the mattresses from the other one and just bring them through for you. Or maybe you could do it because I am about a thousand years old. I think we can handle it, if that's all right with you. Yeah, no, no bother. And he like, opens the, the door to the other room and you can see it's, it's essentially exactly the same as the one that you guys are staying in, just two beds in there. One of them has like some, some just some toys littered about the floor, whereas the other does not. Um. Oh, wait, no, I take all this back. Fuck this. Hey, guys, fuck this. Hey, essentially, fuck this. Apparently, they've got bunk beds in the room. Guys, you got bunk beds. Never mind. You don't yeah, need a drag shit. He doesn't do shit. He's just like, hey, do you want some sweet bunk beds? Here's some sweet bunk beds. I call top bunk. Bottom bunk. <laughs> top bunk. Or bottom bunk. Abstain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess he opens it. He's like, all right, here are your sweet bunk beds. Have a radical time with your cool new bunk beds. <laughs> uh, I guess so uh, in, the, in the morning, we get up pretty early if, if you want to come for breakfast there's uh he points to a uh, room two doors down it's like well, you can come join us in there uh they'll be happy to answer any questions you have yeah yeah that'll that'll be nice and all what about our payment we're owed something from a cask of wine the payment was the information i don't yeah, that that that's so the cask of wine isn't literal the cask of wine is very literal it's just as i said very not here well, then you need to tell us where it is. Please. I mean, again, that's, that's what, what that was the plan. I was just like, maybe we could sleep beforehand. Yeah. Like, I can tell you now, but like. Please do tell us now. Yeah, usually oh. bad things happen when they tell us they're going to do something. <laughs> okay, well, back downstairs with my old thousand-year-old bones to the mold oh, yeah. cellar. <laughs> Yeah, back downstairs, <laughs> back down the stairs that, you know, we, we fought and bled on so that you I could did. have them back. Look, and down once shucks, more nerds. the journey <laughs> of this you strange little, You little nerd, world. I gave you two options. Information <laughs> now, sleep later, or sleep now, information later. You chose what the you goddamn first one, so now you, you are want me, You want me to carry you or something? You want me to carry hey, you so you'll stop whining? I would love that. <laughs> okay, fine. Is it the Wizards of Winery place because of all the whining that's going Going on? Oh, oh, oh. Rolled a thirteen oh. athletics to carry this old man. <laughs> it would just be like a straight up strength check, I think. Because like, then it's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a lot bigger than you. I think you like kind of like try and pick him up, but like, it's it does that thing like when you try and pick someone up when you're a kid, and they just kind of go on their toes, and he goes, wee. <laughs> Fang's gonna rage to carry this old man. That tracks. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> so last time I rolled a seven. This time I rolled a one and a seven. So it's still a ten. <laughs> you, you like give a mighty roar. Your ancestors come all around you, and they're ghostly <laughs> yeah. figures. Damien looks like real spooked for a hot minute. You go. <laughs> And he just goes up on his toes again. And he goes, I mean, we, I guess. <laughs> and like all your ancestors kind of go, oh, Jesus. 
I'm gonna <laughs> so disappointed oh, in me. You know what? Hey, my dudes, I'll walk. Jesus, oh god, this got so weird. Don't help me. <laughs> I have too much pride. Okay, oh, I'm okay. gonna walk. Okay. <laughs> Tavin starts shuffling out there. Uh, uh but yeah, so Tavin with his old shuffles uh, starts leading you down the, the spiral staircase that you guys did a really cool barrel trap down uh, to the cellar. <laughs> Uh, with quite look- marks around. <laughs> yeah, right. And he looks at the the open doors to the molds there and go, yeah, super open, huh? Cool, radical. <laughs> I was I, I, I was going to come down. I, I, I did remember. <laughs> he like puts like the, like his uh, shirt over his mouth and kind of walks over and pops a little thing that closes the doors. And it's like, okay, I mean, it shouldn't be too bad. We're going we're gonna to err on the side of hopefully it'll be okay. <laughs> Do we need to roll constitution or are we going to be okay? Uh, now you're okay. Like, okay. You, you didn't go like in the room and like disturb them. So technically fine. It's the best kind of fine. <laughs> technically. <laughs> as you are all positioned around the, the cellar, uh, he, you see as he gestures to the wall that Pajo and Fang saw before when they were down here. That's got all of the, the portraits along the wall, each with a small little plaque underneath naming the, the past owners of the Wizards of Winery. In the rightmost one, you see a younger, unsmiling Davian, but he stops kind of at the one that's to its left. Uh, the plaque underneath reading Ariana Martikov. It's a woman with long black hair and deep set chestnut eyes who's wearing a look of like deep determination. Camilla, your eye is caught, however, by a different portrait far, mm-hmm. far back in the lineup. Uh, it's dusty and kind of faded now, but it is very definitely the man that you saw in, in a vision given to you by Baldre. <gasps> You okay? I know it's a little moldy. Yeah, don't breathe sure, in like sure, a hecton. Sure, yeah. sure mold. Just in um, the in case. Yeah, yeah, mold. Uh, I'm gonna lean in towards sorry and just go. That's the guy, and just like point toward the portrait. That that's Strahd's buddy. That's the one. The buddy that he killed because they're not good buddies. Possibly. I look yeah. over to Fang and I tap on her shoulder and I go, <laughs> Fang. <laughs> What? I'm. <laughs> that's. Yeah. What's up? Sorry. That's, shh. <laughs> this is. It, that's the guy. That's the guy. I can't hear you. You need to speak up. <laughs> each time, each time someone talks loudly, I'm like, I'm like covering for them. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. We're running really, really some dysfunction. Like, I don't know. Stealth check. Sprite of voice. Oh, that's for me or for Poncho? I'm sorry, my bit maybe screwed up the party. <laughs> no, no, no. They were definitely getting this before because <laughs> you are in a tiny little cellar with a guy mm. looking at you, and being yep. like, "Uh huh." <laughs> uh, am I rolling? Am I rolling yeah, still yeah. too? Camilla, you're rolling because uh, oh, you boy. you're the one doing most of the talking. Oof. Uh, well, that's a thirteen. No. <laughs> 13. Devin definitely hears you. Uh, it kind of like follows where your eyes are going. It's like, ah, Swillowich. Uh, their family had this place before us. I'm, I'm sorry. That portrait in particular is making me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, he is kind of, um, what's like a respectful of the dead way to say a douche lord? A dick? I, yeah, that seems respectful. I was gonna, I was gonna say that if he was that much of a douche lord, then I think, I think douche lord. Yeah, fair. Yeah, we, we, we haven't heard fantastic things. I mean, he wasn't the worst of the worst, but I mean, he was just super, super tight with Strahd, so not, you know, 
not like chef's kiss good, you know? How also, was not really chill to workers. They, workers' rights just went out the window. It was not a cool look. On the buddy spectrum of, say, yes. Jafar and Iago to <laughs> Captain America and uh, Fal- the uh, Falcon guy, how... <laughs> How close are actually, how about Bucky, guy. Bucky, Bucky and Captain, how, okay, so starting over again, how would you say Jafar Iago to Captain America Bucky, where are we talking on the buddy spectrum? I cannot imagine how that scale works. <laughs> I, it's I perfect. You got, yeah. you got uh, on one end, at the bottom end, you've got Iago and Jafar. Mm-hmm. At the top end, you have Captain America and Bucky. And then on the way down, you've got like Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> um, Abbott and Costello are sort of you mid-low tier. You skipped over Timon and Pumbaa. They've got to be like closer to the, the Timon Bucky. and Pumbaa yeah. are between yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jane Silent Bob mm-hmm. and Bucky and Captain America. Not as great as a relationship because Timon is constantly ignoring Pumbaa. But yeah. like they're yeah. still hard, so that's why Bucky and I would say, mm-hmm. say Captain. I mean, Bucky also, you know, there was that whole bit of time where Bucky wasn't the best at Captain America, but it was because, <sighs> yeah, there was yeah, str- a whole bunch of garbage. Strangely enough, right in the middle, Wonder Twins. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> Wouldn't expect it. They're right in the middle. They're like what the living shit is happening? Like ready to go? <laughs> Maybe Skeletor and He Man. Are the top mm, what? of it. <laughs> <laughs> this, feel, this is feeling like a very different scale now. <laughs> <laughs> How buddy buddy were they to the end? I mean, they were really close. They were as close as Strahd can probably get to having an actual friend. But I heard uh, from a friend, and I wink over at Camilla, <laughs> that they didn't end on great terms because Strahd ended up killing doing the murder on him uh, oh no no I, well not as far as i know oh uh, oh did i get that wrong hold on i'm trying to channel <laughs> channel my way back camilla does whap out her notebook <laughs> oh yeah that's canon i mean that's happening yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's canon she uh, she's definitely got like if uh, if you'll allow me oh, dm yeah. oh like she has a little tiny like Basically the equivalent of a moleskin book, you know, like in her, in the folds of her, her skirt all the time. Is it like a small book or is it like a big book to her because it's normal people small? Ooh. Oh, I like that. You guys should just keep chatting. Oh, hey, dude. We, we told you that like I chopped a person up into your wine, right? Uh, you did like... You said something was wrong with the wine. Yeah, mm, that's it. We didn't give any specifics. I mean, for uh, reasons I, that have become it obvious. Makes you feel <laughs> any better? I was like testing the wines anyway because you know had some suspicions. And he kind of like holds up one of the the little bottles that he had just put some wine in and put some crumblies in. Uh, it looks bad, and it's kind of like smoking its way up in there. He's like, I mean, it was super poisoned by them anyway, so like... Uh, oh yeah, there's a there's a toe in there, too. I call it. There's I don't think a that was toe me. in there. I don't think I did toes. I call I mean, it I the don't cask think- of Amontillado. Amontillado? Amontillado. Amontillado. <laughs> the cask of Montebello? Mm. Uh, he, he was a friend of Strahd's, and he died, and he's in the... He's, in the crypts at Ravenloft uh, to honor him. Oh, yeah. Like, he, like Strahd gave him his place of rest there. 
Uh, normally we bury people out in the vineyard, but, uh, Strahd was pretty insistent that his old buddy old pal came to the crypt. He spent more time there than he did here anyway, so might as well. Were they buddies in the way that straight people assume that Kristen Stewart and <laughs> her lady friend are buddies? <laughs> These pop culture references are definitely working with the, the yeah, white yeah, people. Yeah. It won't age the show at all. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. So, absolutely not. He gives the show, he's like, honestly, I don't know. This was uh, before I was alive, like long, long before I was alive. So, possibly. Pancho, we're in OTP territory. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> all you have to do, raise him from the dead. Get them back together. <laughs> Strahd oh, will chill. Exactly. Perfect. It's bite necks and chill. Yeah. Uh, Would it be Netflix and chill? That's there it is. is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, there it is. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to the middle of the podcast break. Chat with your host and DM is May. Sorry if you can hear the washing machine in the background. I'm an adult that has to do chores. Hope you guys are enjoying the episode. Uh, we've got like a little more cinematic stuff coming up and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, speaking of that cinematic stuff, I would like to say at this point, thank a big, big thank you to our podcast mom, Sarah Meaden. Uh, she helps us out with a little bit of voice acting stuff and a just a hot second. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it's get, guess what, guys? We're back in like Poncho's memory territory. It's gonna get cinematic. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, let's go over all the things that we normally go over. This is a Crit Chat production. Crit Chat is where we all met. It's a po- another podcast that is uh, produced by myself. Uh, it's where a bunch of DMs get together and talk about D&D advice and or chuckle fuck adventures uh we we talk a lot we we do some like uh deep dives into certain uh monsters in the monster manual uh we just did one on uh homebrew content it's a really good time it's fun it's funny it's informative uh so you can go and check that out anywhere you get podcasts that is crit chat uh we use all of our same social media as crit chat so if you want to find half damage and or crit chat you can find us on the following social media things Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash crit chat, all one word, or on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat. And if you want, you can give us a little hashtag for half damage so you know that you're talking to us. It's a good place to go if you want to add us and be like, hey, I'm listening to at these people. And you should listen to them too. It would make us feel real good. Uh, We don't play to advertise anywhere, so the only way that other people know about the show is if you tell them about it. So it would be cool if you told them about it. So go go and do that. Tell them how much you love this goddamn show, I'm telling you. What else do we got? We have our Patreon, if you want to help us out in a money's way. Uh, You can do that for as little as a dollar a month. That's absolutely nothing, and it really helps us out. Uh, We've got, we're going to get some new cover art for Half Damage, because the one that we've got right now is a terrible job that I did in about an hour. It's not great. Uh, I'm getting like an actual graphic design artist to do it and it will hopefully look really good. So we're using the Crit Chat money to go towards that. So if you want to help out in beautifying this good, good podcast, you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word to help us out. Uh, you get to have cool rewards, like being a fun uh, game with us that Alfred runs. And you get some behind the scenes content from this very show. Exciting news that we are about to come up to our next fan mail portion of the show. So if you guys want, you can send in fan mail to the cast. Fan mail is a thing that we do here on Half Damage that I think is really fun and really cool. It's where you guys, the audience, write in with fan mail to the characters. 
characters. Uh, you can be yourself or you can be someone else in the wide world of Dungeons and Dragons and just tell the characters how much you love them and appreciate them and say how, uh, do some like cool, fun inside goofs. I don't know. You do what you want. Our next one is coming up really soon, so if you want to do that, then I get them in now. If you have fan mail, you can send it over to ateacupgamer at gmail.com. That is all one word, A teacup gamer at gmail.com to send your fan mail. You can send it to one of the heroes, you can send it to all of the heroes, you can send it to any of the NPCs, you can do what you want, baby. But you have to do it pretty soon so that you can get into our next little stint of them. Just a little pre-warning, that might not actually come to pass. Uh, the next episode might be a little bit of a one-off, a, uh, like a one-shot that we might be doing, uh, just because we don't know if we're all going to be able to get together and record, because I'm off on holiday. Uh, but we shall see! So yes, next episode might be a weird one, it might just be a regular one, we will see when the time comes. I'm gonna go let you get back to the episode, thanks again to Sarah Meaden for the little bit that's coming up, and I love you all very much, Bye bye I, I know we're supposed to get specific information from you, but can you also maybe tell us more about Swillowich? Like, how how did he die? Do you know? He died of being an old dude that lived in excess. Honestly, he lived a better life than most anyone in this goddamn place can really hope for. Uh, he lived a fair long while and ate and drank himself to death. Could you tell us what we need to know about the cask? Uh, so we can all let you go to sleep. I mean, I've been sleeping in the woods for a little while. It's real rainy out there, and, like, my feathers aren't what they used to be. Quit stalling, Gramps. Jeez. <laughs> we don't have that much time. You're like George Martin. Don't need your life story. God. Well, then you're kind of not in luck right now, because uh, you're going to get some life story. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm yours. <laughs> Camilla opens I mean, up to an empty page uh, in the book and, like, licks the tip of her pen and gets ready to go. <laughs> uh, you're not gonna get my life, but you're gonna get the most important person in my life, I guess. Oh, you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of, like, backhand flap. Flap? I backhand flap. <laughs> Fang, just fang. Oh my god, she she is a werewolf and she's flapping. <gasps> I flap him. My plan. She's yeah. I'm like, hey, this is one of the things that being an adult is about. It's less about having fun and more about listening to stories. They're like when people show you a photo album, but with no photos, only words and half remembered stories. But I got a photo, yo. I got a photo. Look. Oh my god, there are visual elements. I'm so excited. He points, he points back at the uh, the portrait of the the woman uh, from before with says her name is Ariana uh, Martikoff underneath it. Fang, okay, Fang like hoists her axe and Do holds you... it over a cask, and she's like, "I'm just gonna start breaking a man." There's no cask. Just... All the balls in here are broken. I don't understand metaphors. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna break casks until I find some information. What? No! What? I, I, I literally have to tell- what, what is happening? I don't want to know about the picture. I don't want to know about you. Just tell us you what we're here for. You her. She's this going through puberty. literally what you're here for, you dumb garbage Fang. person. Fang. Camilla grabs Fang's arms <laughs> and just, like, sits her down. <laughs> Fang's like, you're- you're a garbage person. I don't turn into a dirty bird. Fang. Garbage person. Fang. Lucky I'm, lucky I'm outrageous. You know what I'm saying? 
Fang will will sit down and cross her arms. Arms crossed, legs crossed, crisscross, also cross applesauce. Mm-hmm. Triple cross. It's it's difficult to explain Ariana in general. Like I I loved her more than I loved anyone, but I don't know if I actually really knew her. She lived in weird, like, opposition to herself. She was either charming as hell or stern as anything. She was compassionate or utterly ruthless. She was the most cunning woman alive and also the most foolish. The moment that she was able to take charge of the winery was the moment that she started planning Strahd's downfall. Uh, and you guys don't see it, but as Davian tells the story of Ariana, the audience at home watches as the picture on their viewing device kind of wavers and changes to a time many, many years before, to a flashback of a woman that younger viewers may not remember. We see as Ariana, with her long, dark hair and stern eyes, wears a set of magnifying lenses, sitting in a darkened workroom as she adds vials of thick liquid into a bubbling beaker. She would do anything to end Strahd. It was her obsession. But... At the time, sometimes it was difficult to tell what she really wanted. The image changes to a younger Davian, looking on with worry as we see a new scene, Ariana smiling at Strahd, looking the same as he ever does. She gives him a short bow, smiling up at him. She stands too close, and her eyes linger a little bit too long. She was always uh, evasive about her plans, never really letting me in. Again, the scene changes to the younger Davian speaking with Ariana in her workshop, a time where both of them seem angry and defensive, and Davian looks weary as he speaks. I just want to help. We're in this together, Ariana. I can do something. You can't, Davian. You just can't. I am part of the Order, same as you. I am dedicated to doing everything I can to free these lives. You? You're a coward, Dav. You always have been. And honestly, I don't care. I don't need you to help me with this. I've got it covered. All I need you to do is leave me alone and let me- A child comes into the room. A younger Irwine, only six years old. His parents stop yelling and turn as he walks into the room, rubbing sleep from his eyes. But everything she did, everything, it was for us. Irwine goes to his mother as she holds open her arms and scoops the child up into a hug, kissing his head and keeping him close as she looks at Davian, her face softer now. I need you to stay out of my business. If something goes wrong, I I need one of us to be here for the kids. We see a montage of shots. Ariana in her workshop, combining liquids and solvents into wine bottles, testing on beetles and mice, and other scenes of her with Strahd, making deliveries and staying for dinner, standing close, sharing small touches, and more with her family, her four children playing with her, and other times working as they play in the background. She had a plan, and there was nothing that was going to stop her. She was determined that she was going to be the end of him, no matter what the price. At this, the scene changes one more time to Ariane and Strahd, standing at the door to his castle as they kiss in the thunder and the rain. The image fizzles away, giving space to a new scene months later in the dining room of that same castle. Ariana stands before Strahd, next to a large cask of wine. Davian in the background with their four children around him, each looking nervous in the large, ominous castle. 
it's the finest wine we've ever produced. Thanks to your generosity and the gracious amount of land you left in our care, I offer our first cask to you, my lord, with our endless gratitude. Strahd smiles, taking his time walking towards Ariana in the cask. Ariana, you never cease to amaze me. Of course, I gladly accept. Strahd plants a kiss on her cheek, placing a hand on her waist. The show cuts to young Davian in the background, averting his eyes. As Strahd stands back, Ariana smiles, bows, and turns to leave. Please, Ariana, stay and have a drink with me to honor the occasion. The camera is close on Davian as he stiffens. Ariana, on the other hand, smiles effortlessly back to Strahd. I would be honored, my lord. You are too kind. Taking two glasses to the cask, Strahd pours them full of deep red wine and gives one to Ariana. They clink them together with a smile. To us. Strahd waits, and there's a pause before Ariana drains her whole glass, keeping eye contact with him the entire time. At this, Strahd smiles, drinking his own. The room is still as the two stare at each other. Ariana is the first to flinch her eyes trembling before she coughs, a yellowish liquid spewing from her lips, looking instantly paler and more gaunt. Strahd frowns as he coughs into his closed fist, drawing it back and seeing the yellow froth for himself. Ariana begins to collapse, holding herself up on the cask as Strahd coughs a few more times before his skin takes on a golden sheen, and then he stands straight, no longer coughing, no longer looking ill. He brushes a strand of hair from Ariana's face as she retches, the yellowish liquid spluttering out. Right as always, Ariana. The finest wine I ever tasted. I hope you're proud of yourself. The children in the background try to run forward, but are stopped by Davian, who holds them back from their mother. Strahd snaps his fingers, and from nowhere two vampires appear by Ariana. But I can't imagine a better person to enjoy it than you, dear Ariana. I'm clearly not worthy of anything you have to offer. Strahd has a murderous edge to his eyes as he snaps again, the two vampires seizing Ariane and dragging her under the cask, forcing her mouth open and around the spout. Strahd walks closer, opening the flow and letting the wine pour fast down Ariana's throat. She immediately begins to gag as Strahd watches over her, glaring down. Davian turns the children away and starts ushering them out of the castle. Oh, Davian, wait a moment. Davian stops and turns as Strahd walks closer the sounds of wine being forced down Ariana's throat echoing behind him as the vampires hold her in place. I trust that you can continue the winery's tradition of delivering supplies to myself and my land? Yes, my lord. And you understand what is at stake if you are less than compliant? Strahd takes the young Adrian by the arm and turns the child around to face their mother. Yes, my lord. Excellent. Now please, stay a while. I'll need your help to bring the empty cask to my cellar for posterity. But first we must make sure our sweet Ariana enjoys her amazing creation. The flashback fades away on the last image of Ariana, her convulsing body being held under the keg, wine still pouring into her, drowning her as her husband and children watch. Until not a drop remains. The audience now find themselves back in the present, back to the older Davian looking weary, his story now told to the four heroes as he stares at the portrait of his wife in the cellar of the winery. Camilla's just standing rigid, like eyes wide, 
did not expect this to be the cast that they're looking for. Did not expect this to be the story that they have to deal with right now. He takes a second and breathes in and still doesn't face you guys. He's kept it in the wine cellar in his mansion. I can tell you how to get there from the main entrance. That place, if you're planning on going anywhere in it, it's a labyrinth. It's not meant for people to get in and out of easily. Is David Bowie there? Is it not Euclidean? Will we be going like upstairs, but really going down? Oh, 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 are there minotaurs? Ooh, do I have to bring yarn? (laughs) I have yarn. (laughs) And you have a baby. (laughs) Yeah, wait, what? (laughs) You remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. No, not my baby. No, wait. Cool jokes about more of my family dying in there. <laughs> Radical. But yes, we would love that address. I mean, you yeah. got the. <laughs> I mean, it's one, two, three, big spooky castle on the hill. Fang's writing that down. Okay, but is there is that, a flat is number? That spooky or? with two O's? Or is it. Sp- Otherwise, it'd be Spocky. I've speed. I've seen it spelled with one. You've seen it spelled wrong, then, my friend. I don't think I would ever spell Spooky wrong, <laughs> dude. That's <laughs> taken such a weird stat. <laughs> she does not like this dude. But yeah, he, he kind of gives a, a deep sigh and looks weary as hell. He's like, I can draw you a kind of vague map. Of how to get there from the main entrance, but uh, that's gonna have to wait to the morning. I, I need to sleep. Go to sleep. No, not like you. I, I mean, okay. <laughs> you not well. a small boy. Uh huh. A big boy. I, I start tucking him in. He's here in the keg room. <laughs> Just, I just tuck. I just tuck. I don't, I don't ask questions. I just tuck. Take his cape and start his like, yeah, his little hood cape and start just smushing it into his arms. He's like, this is a weird vibe. I just like wrapping him up. I'm just gonna try one last time to pick him up. <laughs> in full burrito form. I believe in you. Kiss that sweet bean. That's an eighteen. What? You just sweep him off his I feet. Carry the old man. You sweep this old man <laughs> off his feet. He's tucked up. He was like, okay, this is not super respectful of your elders, but it's oddly comforting. <laughs> he's also he's also kind of swaddled because of yeah, my tucking. Yeah, yeah. So now he's just... It's very strange because you've made him look kind of like a newborn baby because he wrinkly like an old like a newborn baby, and he's like, swaddled you know, like a newborn baby, but yeah. carried by what looks like a child. It's like it's you know it's like two thousand and one. Remember? Yes. No. It's a what? circle, full circle. And I guess you're carrying him up the stairs. It's like I'll yeah I'll just sleep Go in the room to with sleep. the. Uh, no, go I, to sleep. I to go this is not we, how we sleepy. You can where are you gonna put me? Talk quietly. I don't know. Where's your room? I'm trying you're to sleep in your cape. <laughs> in the room next to yours on the right, please. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll carry him upstairs. You carry him upstairs oh. and like Keep the door open. Thank, thank you. I think. I mean, I'll see Fangle. you in the morning. Fang will pull the blanket up and like tuck him in a little bit. The the, the blanket is no, on the, the blanket, bed. No, the blanket because he's on. She's on the bed now. 
tuck him in yeah, no. a little bit okay. and then lean in like she's going to kiss him on the forehead, <laughs> but then pivot to whisper in his ear and just say, remember that I can lift you. <laughs> and then she's going to lean back and just like watch him as she walks out of the room. I mean, roll an intimidation, I guess. Cool. Uh, it's a 14. It's a big, definite, definite mix between <laughs> scared and just so confused. Good. That's <laughs> where I operate. He doesn't know what's happened. But yeah, you guys leave him double swaddled in the bottom of a bunk bed and close <laughs> Nobody the- escapes a double swaddle. <laughs> Nobody escapes a double swaddle. <laughs> you, you close the door and vaguely hear, I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I'm comfy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> 